0: Welcome to this episode of The Wellness Triangle, your one-stop shop for all things spirit, mind, and body, brought to you by us, the Student Advocates for Wellness. I'm Lily. And I'm Lexi. And on today's episode, we will be talking about imposter, imposter
1: syndrome. syndrome. Um, So you may be wondering, what is imposter syndrome? You may have heard of it before. It's very common, especially in college-age students. Um. So psychology today defines imposter syndrome as people who struggle with believing that they're undeserving of their achievements, and usually people with imposter syndrome feel that they aren't as competent or as intelligent as others might think, and that soon enough those people might figure out the truth about them, that they're not as competent or intelligent as they might think. Um... And often people with imposter syndrome are well accomplished and they may hold high office jobs or have numerous academic degrees, be doing really good on the sports teams and all. Um, Those are typically the people that experience this and they um, believe that they're not deserving of their achievements. They believe they're not as good as other people think they are. Some common things that like people like might think would be like doubting their abilities, saying, like, eh, I'm not that lucky, or like, I'm not that smart, or I was I was lucky, I'm not that smart, that just happened, whatever. And people assume that good things happen out of luck or good timing and deal with the pressure of their personal expectations. They don't believe that they deserve the good things that happen to them because they think that, oh, well, it could happen to anybody. It's not because I deserve it or anything.
0: Um, yeah, so some of the personality traits that are commonly associated um, with imposter syndrome is just that feeling of perfectionism, and that's usually ingrained from like either pressure that um, the person's putting on themselves or their parents pressuring them or coaches or something like that. Um, Like we said, it's extremely common, Um, 25 to 30% of people experience um, imposter syndrome at one point in their life. Um, And first generation students are reported to have um, higher feelings of imposter syndrome in school so, Lexi, like, where, like, in your life, like, have you experienced imposter syndrome? Have you ever experienced it?
1: I've definitely experienced it. Um, I think, like, a lot of people at our school definitely experience it as well. Um, Sometimes, like, I'll be sitting in my classes and I'm like, how the heck, like, did I even get here? I did not do good in high school and Mm -hmm. like (laughs) I I don't know how I like was even like selected to be like I'm in the PT program so like I don't know how I was selected to do that Mm -hmm. because I feel like I did not do as much as I could have in the past so that's something that I struggle with Um, And I think that's a common thought within people that, like, now we think, like, oh, I could have done better or I, like, should have done more. And you're, like, doubting your past self and your abilities. Um, But, like, sometimes, like, these things, we just have to realize that, like, we have to recognize the fact and recognize that, yes, we are here. We are deserving of being here. We did this and we're here
0: yeah no i i feel that i think what like going back on like growing up as like a kid you are held to these expectations whether that's in like school or sports or clubs or something like that and then it kind of just follows you it never really um never really goes away that feeling and um i think nowadays we see it a lot with like media and having people post their lives online all the time we're seeing like the perfect picture of these people and we put ourselves in that box of what like why can't I be like them or like why why do they um why are they more deserving than I am of where they're at and you forget kind of where you are and how far you've come. And I think that's important to remember when discussing this as well. It's, it's not just, um it's not just you in that situation. It's, it's a whole group of people that are thinking and feeling the same thing. And I can definitely relate that back to my life. I grew up in sports my whole life and having to try out for teams and make teams and just know that um i was selected for like a reason and and people people do see the greatness within me that i sometimes can't have you ever felt like clarity within that feeling or like tried to work around the feeling of um imposter syndrome whether it's like advice that you've been given or just strategies you've used to cope with it
1: Definitely. I mean, one of the biggest um, pieces of advice that I've gotten and that I've recognized is that like so many people experience this. So like confiding in your classmates and your friends and like telling them that like you're experiencing this, um, they might be able to put you at ease because everybody like a lot of people experience this and experience self-doubt and um like feelings that they aren't good enough and things like that and so knowing that other people might experience this might help you a little bit knowing that like you aren't the only one that's struggling with this um and then also like realizing like fact versus fiction, like um, this is a big thing that my therapist has always told me is recognize the facts, recognize like I am here and like I can do this and I want to do this and like think of all the things that are like you might think are holding you back, but like think of them in a way that Um, you are positively phrasing them so that you feel like you can and are capable of these things. So, like, rephrasing my thinking, like, I'm not smart enough for this class. I might say, like, I'm learning and I'm figuring things out. I've got this. It's kind of rephrasing that mindset and, like, even, like, faking it till you make it kind of things. Like, you could just be like, yeah, I got this stuff. Like, I'm chill. I'm chill about this. And then you'll just get through it. You'll you'll be okay. Um, another thing is also like reaching out to um, the campus mental health support. So like the counseling center they have some awesome like tips about this stuff. Lily, is there anything that you've done if you've experienced imposter syndrome to like manage your
0: expectations or manage how you feel towards it? Yeah. um, I definitely think it's taken me a while to realize that this feeling is pretty common and normal. And if anything, it is a way for me to check like check my ego like make sure like I'm asking questions like I feel like it's important to be like as like twisted as it sometimes sounds it's like it's okay to be unsure of things that you're human like it means you care like having like that um ability to question yourself but definitely like talking to like people that I look up to or like mentors has been I um a big help for me, whether that's like a a parent, um, a coach, just a boss, someone like that, just someone that has maybe a few years on you and can just give you their own sort of um, life experiences and things like that. And then another thing is just remembering what I do well and like the things that I am good at rather than recognizing the things that I'm struggling with or that like trying to overcompensate for what I don't have um I feel like people who are so focused on making these high achievements forget that you're you're just a person and you only can do so much and you also have your limitations so just recognizing that I do do certain things really well and it shouldn't take away from the things that I'm struggling with and then um just changing like you said changing the way um i think and just turning instead of making it, um my achievements feel like they can be improved upon all the time recognizing them for what they are like I feel like so often we're all in these we're trying so hard to be in all these leadership roles and fulfill all these um, just checking off all these boxes when in reality we are just we're good just the way we are and um, not letting outside sources or people influence how um, you see yourself and the values that you hold close to yourself and just making sure that if you need extra support that there's people that are able to do this whether that's talking to on-campus counseling, a parent, a coach, a friend that you really trust like use your resources people are there to help you. I agree for sure use your resources
1: And I love that you said to like talk to um, peers and like um, sometimes like your elders, um, I work. And so I'm always talking to my coworkers about like, oh, like what did you do like in this instance Mm -hmm. in college or whatever? Or like, I don't know, I'm always just picking their brain and like seeing like what, what they do, but also like making sure not to compare yourself to other people because everybody is so different. Um, I've learned over the past few years being at school that I have definitely an overachiever um brain and like that's how my mindset is. Um I want to do everything possible. Um, I want to I don't know. I want to do all of it, but I cannot do all of it. And I have managed my expectations over the years and recognized that no, I cannot be president of every single Springfield <laughs> College club and be on every single varsity sports team. Blah blah blah. As as fun as it might it sound, as good as it might be for your mental health or whatever sometimes balancing it all is not good and so I've tried to like say no to more things and like try to just balance out my life a little bit more so that I have time to be intentional be mindful and also do everything that I need to do to succeed um And then another thing is like practicing the gratitude like Lily said is like being grateful for what your body and your mind can actually do. Um, I think that's like a really good thing to keep on your radar. It's just practicing that every day will help you to shift that mindset and you'll be set for life if you do that.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely and I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like as I've gotten further into my like schooling and trying like to really hone in on like what I want to do for career, like I've felt that feeling a lot more. It's been really present in my life. I have recently taken on um, an internship opportunity where I am one of the only undergrads and it's, it's, um, it's overwhelming being surrounded by so many people that are doing exactly what I wanna do. And knowing that they were once in my position is super reassuring that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And just accepting praise and accepting compliments when they're given has been something that has always been hard because it's so hard for me to see what other people are seeing. And I think that just comes with the territory um, with constantly comparing ourselves. It's hard to see who we really are. And I feel like that's that's something that's been lost in translation like a lot recently. And I hope that um, as a society, we can really just work towards being being proud of ourselves and recognizing what we're doing is impacting others. And it's, it's going to be hard. And it's a, it's a challenging thing to kind of look at yourself in the light like that, but we should like, I don't know. I think that's just the bottom line. Like we invest a lot of time and money and effort into the things we love and we should get the, we should get the damn praise for it. Exactly. Holler. (laughs) (laughs) So this next portion of our podcast today, we're going to be listening to some student interviews that were conducted, um, just asking what people thought of when they heard the words imposter syndrome and what that really means to them.
2: My experience with imposter syndrome mostly comes from um, all the leadership positions that I've been a part of and it comes with feelings of like guilt as in like no I don't deserve this position I'm in I'm not the type of person to deserve this position um it's a really debilitating debilitating thought process but the more I've sat with it the more I've come to understand it's not something to bring me down um it's more so a thing to keep my ego in check um I'm in that position for a reason all other people who are in positions or in that position for a reason. And that feeling, that sense of imposter syndrome, that's just to make sure you don't get a big head. You don't feel like, oh, you're better than everyone because of this position. It's like, no, you're in this position to help people out. And that's that's it. It's a lot less scary now. So uh, my name is Lucas Jimenez. I'm a freshman here on the football team. And um, I've come to notice that I do deal with imposter syndrome. Uh, more so on the fact that I'm a perfectionist, and even though I know I can achieve certain goals, I still have some self doubt that forces me to go above and beyond and do more to kind of push of spin feelings to the side. Um. Also, I um. Yeah, another clip. An example of, a, of an imposter syndrome that I've dealt with is um. Our coaches knew. New rule that after spring ball, there's a chance that you might get cut. And even though I know I am a great football player, I'm confident in what I do and know that cutting, being cut would not be something that happens, I still come in thinking I have to work extra hard just to pervade that just because I still have some self-doubt sometimes that I have to go. So that is a main example of imposter syndrome in my life as an athlete.
1: My experience with imposter syndrome really stems from my experiences as a student leader. I always saw the fantastic leaders before me and thought that I would never be able to fill their shoes or that I was not capable of doing the great things that they had done and that I couldn't lead or impact people the ways that they had. And I really had to take a step back and realize that I was creating my own story and that I need to take my own path and not just follow exactly what they had done. Those interviews were really awesome. I'm so grateful that we got some students to share their thoughts and experiences with imposter syndrome because it really does affect so many people. Um, I think it's like very important here to recognize that to like be grateful about like your abilities and everything and recognize that like you are not like defined by your self-doubt at all. You can be whatever you want to be and you as long as you are trying your best and putting in all your effort even if some days it's like only 80 to 90% of your effort. I don't know. um, That's still okay. Like you're still trying and you're doing okay. And you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people as hard as it may sound. Um, Recognizing like what your own personal needs are. You need to pay attention to maybe you need a little extra sleep that day or you need... I don't know, to go on a walk or whatever it may be. Um, Paying attention to just what you really need and recognizing that you're doing your best. This will get us through.
0: Yeah, I think that those interviews were a great way to show the wide range of people that deal with this. It's not just a certain type of person whether it's someone that's academically super strong or an athlete or someone who's in a lot of leadership roles everyone deals with this at one point um and it's 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 almost healthy in a way it's that feeling of I could be doing more and that's a good thing like I don't know I believe that there's always something more but you gotta be grateful for where your feet are at are at like yeah just be present be in the moment acknowledge that what you're doing is enough and when researching imposter syndrome something I found um that kind of stuck with me was once you do a task aim to do it well enough just do it to its best ability there's no need to blow it out of the water if it doesn't need to be it's for you just stay true to who you are and your values and
1: yeah. oh yeah my therapist also tells me her saying is um good enough if it's good enough for you good enough mm-hmm. absolutely. and all right that like I always say that in my head I'm like well it's good enough mm-hmm. that's okay mm-hmm. it's good enough for me it's good enough for everybody else
0: absolutely
1: All right. Thank you for joining us today in our discussion about imposter syndrome. For all things Student Advocates for Wellness, follow us on Instagram at SC underscore student advocates. And we hope you enjoyed it. And stay tuned for our next episode. All right. Bye, guys.
2: The Student Advocates for Wellness are now offering our contactless condom program. Springfield College students can receive free condoms in discreet, unmarked packaging delivered straight to their door. All you have to do is go to our Instagram, at SC underscore Student Advocates, click the link in our bio, and fill out a Google form telling us your name, dorm, and room number, and the condoms will come straight to your door. Once again, that's at SC underscore Student Advocates. And always remember, we come faster than you do.